The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Leaving the synagogue, Jesus went to Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked him to do something for her. Leaning over her, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. And she immediately got up and began to wait on them. At sunset, all those who had friends suffering from diseases of one kind or another brought them to him, and laying his hands on each, he cured them. The devils too came out of many people, howling, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them, and would not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. When daylight came, he left the house and made his way to a lonely place. The crowds went looking for him, and when they had caught up with him, they wanted to prevent him leaving them. But he answered, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns too, because that is what I was sent to do. And he continued his preaching in the synagogues of Judea. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. That first reading from Paul um, to the Corinthians makes me think of the gear in which we engage the missionary life. You know, how exactly we try and plant the gospel in the lives of those around us. At what intensity, you know, will be fruitful. Because as Paul says, there's a time for solid food, but there's a time for milk, you know. Sometimes just too much is too much, and, and it's, it's probably going to drive people away. Think to yourself, sometimes um, you hear evangelization, and it's so forceful that it's, it's really unattractive, isn't it? Like something about it makes you think, well, I don't know if that's the Christ that I know. You know, the Christ I know is gentle and kind and peaceful, and, and what I'm encountering is something that, that feels and tastes and looks different, and I don't know. <laughs> the reaction it's getting from me is not really the reaction I'd want. So I don't know, maybe as missionary church, and certainly we're called to a very zealous and ceaseless mission to proclaim the good news of Christ. The sensible missionary knows how to click into the, the, the appropriate gear. Who are those in my orbit right now? And what do they need from me so that I can be a fitting servant of Christ? Maybe some need solid foods, but maybe some need that gentle, peaceful milk of Christ's presence that doesn't demand but consoles, you know, doesn't require a whole lot of work to process. Also, I think it's the mark of a mature church, because you think of Paul's words here to Corinth, and he's, he's really calling them out on their dividedness. They've, they've got their little cliques. I'm for Paul, I'm for Paulus, I'm for this guy, I'm for that guy, I'm for that school, I'm for that right. He's saying, what is this? The church is one. Get over your little camps, your little warring tribalisms, and understand that we are all here pressing into the mystery of the one Christ. We are all members of the one body. We're all to drink from the one chalice. Um, if we lose that oneness, we really lose everything that, that, that goes with it. Finally, then, when we come to the gospel and you see Jesus and he's hard on mission, really pressing it forward. It says he was in the synagogue and he was leaving. He goes to cure Peter's mother-in-law. Uh, 
pretty soon there's a whole you know convoy of people who come for their needs with their prayers and their possessions and and it says he stayed with them and it doesn't say it explicitly but it says in the morning you know he finished what he was doing so he was there all night imagine that all through the night just this endless line of people saying lord save me from this save me from that save my friend or my relative or whatever from this ceaseless tireless presence to them but he goes to seek the solitude that we all need with god says he went off to a lonely place and then he went to the next place that he was directed our mission too with christ is um, ceaseless if you like but but not in vain it's one of great great attentiveness let's simply press our ear up against the heart of god now and ask him where he's calling us and what he'd like us to do for those that he's sending us to